they're dealing with a consumer that they've never marketed to before and they don't really have the tools to do that. They don't know what's going to speak to that consumer. And it's also fat phobia, right? The brand doesn't want to center fat people as their customer. So they have to put everybody together in order for it to be okay. You're listening to Burnt Toast. This is the podcast where we talk about diet culture, fat phobia, parenting, and health. I'm Virginia Soul Smith, and I also write the Burnt Toast newsletter. Today, I am chatting once again with the fantastic Mia O'Malley. She's a content creator on Instagram and TikTok at Mia O'Malley and at Plus Size Baby Wearing. Mia's been on the show before, so longtime listeners are probably already big fans. But I have her on today because I wanted to have a deep dive conversation about everything happening at Old Navy with plus size clothing. Lots of you have emailed or DM'd to say, hey, are you going to write about this? The latest version of this story broke while I was still deep in book edits, and I did not have the bandwidth to take it on, but I also didn't need to because Mia and a couple other creators have really been on it and doing just an amazing job tracking this story. By the way, you're listening to the free version of this episode, which means you're only going to get about half of my conversation with Mia. If you are already a paid subscriber to the Burnt Toast newsletter and you're hearing this, you're listening to the public feed. So go to my Substack and click Manage Subscription to get your private podcast feed so you can listen to the episode in full. If you are on the free list for Burnt Toast or you're just discovering this episode, you just walked into us from Spotify or Apple or wherever, and you would like to get the full version of this conversation, you will need to become a paid Burnt Toast subscriber. It's just $5 per month or $50 for the year. You can do this by clicking the link in your episode description or go to virginiasoulsmith.substack.com to join. You get a whole bunch of great perks, including subscriber-only bonus episodes like this one and full access to my monthly Ask Virginia column. Reader subscriptions also enable me to pay guests like Mia for their time and labor, so please consider investing in these conversations if this is work you care about. And when you get full access to my conversation with Mia, you'll not only get more details on the whole Old Navy saga, you will also find out what we want thin allies to be doing about this issue and the two brands we think are doing a surprisingly good job on plus size clothes right now. And I bet it's not who you think. Hi, Mia. So glad to have you back. Thanks, Virginia. I'm so happy to be here. So we'll start by reminding listeners who you are and what you do. Yeah, I'm Mia O'Malley. I'm a content creator on Instagram. I have my account at Mia O'Malley, where I share a lot of resources for fat and plus size people and, you know, some of my own style and life. And then I have an account called Plus Size Baby Wearing on Instagram, and I'm at Plus Size Baby Wearing on TikTok. Yeah. So last time we had a pretty wide ranging conversation where we talked about the intersection of fat activism and momfluencing. We talked about finding a fat friendly healthcare provider, all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to link that episode so folks can check that out. But this time we have a very specific mission. When this news story broke, I was in the middle of writing my book and I had no time to think about it, but you were on it. Your Instagram is this amazing resource. And I was like, thank God, Mia will come on and explain to us what is happening with Old Navy and plus size clothing. I mean, it's a mess. So (laughs) take us back to, I think, 2021. How did this all start? So in August of 2021, Old Navy launched what they called bod equality, which is one word, bod equality. 
And it was like the democracy of style. And they were going to offer sizes 0 to 30 and extra small to 4X at the same price. So their price parity, right? And then they would have in 12-inch stores, they would be rolling out sizes 0 to 28 with no special plus size section. And they're also going to do the mannequins because they know we love the mannequins. <laughs> so they wanted us to know that there were going to be mannequins size 12 and 18. So yeah, the CEO of Old Navy said it's not a one-time campaign. It's a full transformation of our business and service to our customers based on years of working closely with them to research their needs. You know, they called this campaign urgent and they also did a whole letter was called Dear Women, about their, yeah, their commitment to size-inclusive fashion and providing all sizes for all women. The marketing campaign included a TV commercial with A.D. Bryant from SNL and Shrill. And they had um, a huge, you know, like marketing campaign and with digital and print marketing campaign about the democracy of fashion and bought equality. So like none of this was subtle. This was a very full-throated, we are here for plus sizes. Well, yes and no, Virginia. Like the thing is, is the campaign was not subtle, but the campaign itself was confusing. And I have to say that part of the reason the campaign was confusing, and I know the campaign was confusing because so many people did not even realize what bought equality meant. Well, they made up that word. And they made sure to include all diverse body types, which in general is great. But the problem is it's part of a watered down body positivity where we're not really getting to the heart of the matter and helping the people that are marginalized that need to be helped and need to be lifted up. Um and that's what caused confusing marketing because a lot of people did not recognize that that meant that plus sizes were being carried in stores. It included people of diverse body types. It's a democracy of fashion. What does this really mean to someone? Like, does this mean that I can get my, my size in your store? It's not really clear. This is me like editorializing, but I just think that we couldn't have a campaign that was just for fat people. And that's part of what this confusion has. We have to do it adjacent to other thin people. It gives them this kind of cover because they're using this aspirational rhetoric instead of saying explicitly, we have screwed over fat customers. We will stock fat customers' clothing. Like, instead of telling us what we want to hear, they're giving us dance performances and like new terminology and painting a beautiful rosy picture that's short on specifics. Exactly. It just was not clear enough to the fat consumer that they were going to be able to access their clothes in stores. It was muddled in the same way that body positivity gets muddled when we don't talk about the people that really should be centered in the movement. And as someone who has been critical of Navy in the past, even I wanted bought equality to work. We wanted it to be the example for other retailers and brands that this could be something that they could do. And even though I had messages in my DMs and things like that, talking about issues they were seeing, 
I didn't really want to talk about it because I really wanted to see how far it would go. So less than a year later, the Wall Street Journal reported that Old Navy would be pulling extended sizes from their stores. And that article is a whole nother thing that we can get into too, because yeah, yeah. it's its own, it's its we own will. beast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what just happened that kind of blew this all up. It looked like they were blaming their sales dropping on the fact that they had added more plus sizes to the stores. Like that was the story that was out there, right? Yes, that's right. Suzanne Kapner, she wrote an article about the article was called Old Navy Tried to Make Sizes for All. It backfired. I will say quickly as a journalist, the headline's not Susan's fault. We never get to pick our headlines. However, the article itself is also problematic, as you can now explain. There are a few issues with the article. Most specifically, it doesn't actually include comments from anyone in Old Navy corporate. Like, they didn't have anyone in the article. They took quotes from other interviews that they had done, but Old Navy didn't comment within this article. So a lot of what they had was attributions to like someone who worked in the store, a PR person, a city analyst, like different things. And they also had this quote from Diane von Furstenberg, who spoke at the Future of Everything Festival. And, you know, they put that front and center it was just a very confusing article, and it looks like there's some class action going on in relationship to the article. Oh, wow. So we do know that Old Navy sales dropped, right? That we know did happen, but we don't really know why or whether it is reasonable to blame that on plus sizes. Correct. First of all, they did not give this even a year to work. The CEO or Sonia Singal, she said that on an earnings call that they overestimated demand in stores and that she said we launched too broadly. We overplanned larger sizes with customer demand underpacing supply. You know, someone else in Old Navy corporate said that it was a realigning of store inventory. Not at all what <laughs> the article, you know, says, but they sort of pointed to that they had an inventory problem and overestimated. Which it's been a pandemic. Everyone shifted to online shopping. Like that could be, they haven't yet gotten the customers back in the stores, period. So getting inventory right, regardless of sizing, is sort of a moving target right now. I would guess that's a big piece of it. I'm certainly not back to in-person shopping very much, but you know, it depends where you live and what your resources are. I think on the ground though, what we're hearing from customers at Old Navy is one, they weren't aware that plus sizes were in stores. And part of that is possibly because of the way that these stores are laid out. They took away or they didn't have a plus size section for a long time. And we can go into how they've been pulling and putting back and pulling and pulling back. But the plus size shopper is used to going to a specific section for their clothing. In this democratizing of fashion only we put everything together. And in some cases, that made it harder for people to actually find their size. You had a lot of like packed racks. You've had people struggling to find their sizes in all, you know, across the board. I'm also hearing that although Only V says that they went to great lengths to look at the fit 
when they did this inclusive sizing, the fits are completely off for many, many items. So Old Navy denim that people were used to buying for years totally changed. So people's sizes completely changed. Rockstar jeans that they had been buying for over a decade, they are now a completely different size. Not the rockstar jegging. (laughs) And in many cases, people were having to size up two or three sizes, thinking that, you know, that their body has changed in some drastic way when really Old Navy's sizing completely changed in many items. That makes me wonder how inclusive they really intended to be. Okay, free listeners, that's where we're going to leave you. If you'd like to hear the rest of this conversation, including what we want Thin Allies to be doing to help on this issue and the two brands we think are getting this at least more right than Old Navy is, click the link in your episode description or go to virginiasoulsmith.substack.com to subscribe. Thank you for listening and supporting independent anti-diet journalism. 